Alright, I just finished this podcast with Cito Kane. If you don't know who Cito Kane is, go Google that. Like go go look in. This man is a founder, a CEO, doesn't like to use those titles. Someone that really understands business in and out through multiple industries, right? Understands economy and macro and also is a practitioner, right? Understands how to manage a company day in, day out. Also just a mogul within the Vancouver scene. Has been hustling mixtapes in nineteen ninety nine, right? All the way into digital distribution of today, understands the intricacies and algorithms of what we're dealing with now this was one of those podcasts that i kind of had to sit back and just shut the hell up and let this man talk you know talk his talk and understand try to understand the words that are coming out of his mouth because he he's next level and he may have alluded to a couple of things we had conversations that you know on and off the podcast that you know i got to sit back and really think about so if you want to soak up a little bit of game check out this hour and a half trust Glad you enjoy it. Look at that right there. Beautiful. Okay, so um, cheers to that. We're opening up Drink Champ style today. Uh, Think Space listeners, what's happening? You're now tuned in. Um, my name is Josh Bingham, but you already know me because you've been listening for a minute now. I'm hanging out. Uh, God, what's your title, my man? Do you have a title? Oh, I got, you know, everyone knows me as Cito Kane. Right, right, right. That's but my handle. The, the 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 CEO, the entrepreneur, the businessman, the artist, yeah, the... Uh, you know, I'm an entrepreneur, founder, right, friend, you know. Mm, father. Husband, husband, father, yeah. yeah congr- yeah, congratulations with the young born. Appreciate it. Uh, life changes, hey? Yeah. Life does change. Life changes. Yeah, absolutely. It's a beautiful thing. Yeah, no, it, it's, it's, it's good. I mean... It's amazing. Let's put it that way. Yeah, 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 yeah. No doubt. So, um, we just got blessed with honor right there. Can yeah, you? Uh, so, 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 what is? What's the story behind this right here? Obviously, you know, listeners will be like, "Oh, what, what, what? They got a sponsorship now? Nah, not, not like that. We gotta, we gotta. It could uh, be. Could be. Yeah. It could be. be. <laughs> we can maybe make some calls, but uh, you know, what's the backstory there uh, with that one? Uh, that's a company that's owned by Kate De Castillo from mexico she's a big uh she's a big big actress model superstar you know in that country so mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know this thing was actually as funny as uh you know who she is she's the one that went to visit uh el chapo oh el Chapo, Chapin, and then they drank the tequila where is el chapo right now i think he's sitting down in prison that's what in i thought states that's what i thought yeah crazy 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 uh when did he get locked up? When was that? Sometime last year, I believe. Right, that was right. At, uh, I swear it was right after that game track. Remember that one, El Chapo? No. Yeah. <laughs> I, <laughs> I yeah, I know guy. the track. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah Definitely yeah. after that time. Um, yeah, no, that's uh, that's authentic. That's a smooth tequila right there. I don't even. Glad you like it. I don't even. I don't even drink like that. That's a beautiful tequila yeah, right that's, there. That's craft. That might. That might be my favorite tequila. And I'm not I just said I'm not getting paid to say that, that might be my favorite tequila right there. That's smooth. Well, you know, you can it's top shelf and um you're gonna find it right alongside with brands like Don Julio and all that. Oh yeah. I think the price point I think it's touching about one eighteen on the shelves. Ooh, good yeah. lord. Well, I mean Patron is like what? Oh no, one oh nine. And I think Patron is like what, ninety eight bucks? Yeah, yeah. So you're getting like a Still, way better though. tequila. Yeah, of course, of course, yeah. of course, of course. Yeah. yeah. So that's one thing. And then we also got sitting on the table here, like you said, you're a man of many hats, many uh many professions. You know, I like that you take the title founder. That's that's very iconic. Can you talk to me a little bit about 
what this is right here um, in the water business. How that how that come to fruition? What's the story right there? Yeah, uh, liquidus water and. Uh, you want to hug that mic for me, bro? Yeah, yeah, liquidus water. <clears throat> Pretty much, uh, I'm entrepreneurial, and um, you know when I got into the music business, I started looking at the end game, right, and sustainability and just what i can use this platform for longevity yeah absolutely and um water just made sense to me because you can't live without it <laughs> are you selling air now too <laughs> you can't live without that you know what you know they are selling air in china and places yeah. like this and they're putting in the so those never cans, know right yep. yeah i might get into that as well could happen could happen <laughs> yeah um well you say when you got into the music industry you saw the end game a little bit so we're talking 90s? Since I've been involved in this business, like, okay, I started in 99. Yeah. Mix Cartel was my first company. Right, right, right. At uh, that time, you know, mixtapes was the thing. Right. Because, you know, we didn't have distribution and all this, and I just wanted to, be, I just wanted to sell music. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. I started selling mixtapes, and I did that till about 98 successfully. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. Damn. But 98, like... Or sorry, I did that till 08. 08, excuse me. I started me. in 99. I did oh that goodness. till 08. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. 08? Yeah. Oh, my God. You survived <laughs> uh, LimeWire? Oh, my gosh. You know what? Like Crazy. We're, we're kind of in the beginning. Like, hats off to Dat Piff. They were kind of like off one of the first that kind of, you know, seen the streaming wave. Yep. Right? And uh, In about 08. Yeah, yeah. about 07, 08. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, at that point, you know, I was already online. I was selling mixtapes on there. But, yeah, streaming was the way. Mm-hmm. And at that time, like, you know, if you were involved in that world, programming, you know, that kind of software was super expensive. Of course. Right? And the lingo wasn't there. Right. You know? Right, right, You had to right. be, really be in the mix. Yeah. Yeah. You had to be a, a computer science major to, to really understand it. You know, uh, funny is I did some courses on, like, programmer analytics and all, or mm-hmm. programmer analysts mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know development and all that but that didn't last very long <laughs> <laughs> hopefully uh, got a little bit of education out of it though definitely no i left uh i left uh school in pursuits of like what i thought at the time were going to be better opportunities for me and mm-hmm. uh you know glad it worked out well i was gonna say <laughs> you, you're looking at it like it was a little like it was a bad move i'm pretty sure things worked a, out for it wasn't you, a man. bad move it was just interesting right like i have to go through as an entrepreneur as like a founder you go through all the ups and downs of any business you yeah. know what i mean yeah business is not one of these things where you're just gonna be like it's cool to open up a company and you think you're gonna survive and make yeah. money <laughs> <You know? laughs> well shit it might be in 2018 with all these you know i mean as soon as i put entrepreneur in my in my instagram bio you know that's it right what does that mean tell right? us tells me all i need to know i guess i mean it doesn't mean it doesn't mean jack at the end of the day right but yeah. like you know they even you know that word is kind of even watered down nowadays like entrepreneur that's why i just i'm a founder yeah i like i that. build something that's lasting you know and i like it's gonna that. continue to last i like that a lot with you know just what you said there with entrepreneurs saying the word entrepreneur is watered down i feel like a lot of words are watered down these days with the you know rise of social media so words like entrepreneur you know i kind of cringe yeah, a yeah. little bit like a little part of me is, uh, 
okay because if you really were you weren't you wouldn't be you know out here bragging about it every day it's like you know saying what I'm saying? doctor exactly right. exactly exactly <laughs> like entrepreneur you know grinding working hustling things like that like i don't even like these these words like for instance you know i'll have someone call me and I say hey you know uh, what are you up to and i don't even like saying oh i'm about to hop into a meeting because that seems like a facade you know right. like I, I try to change up my linguistics a little bit like i'm about to hop into a conversation or, or right, something right. like that right because you don't want to you know I'm not about talking the talk, so to speak, right? It's it's better it's more through your actions. Absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. So you said you started out '98 to '08. First off, uh, that's '99 inc- to '98. Yeah, that's incredible, incredible longevity for mixtapes, because that was like the dream coming up. <laughs> well, like around '08, we're just keeping the dr- the dream alive, right? Of course, you know, went from like selling thousands of these units a month to hundreds, right? Yeah, money got tight. You know. um, Anybody that is an entrepreneur is going to find a way to make it, you know, <laughs> like a real entrepreneur, right? like a like a real yeah, hustler. A real hustler. A real like, hustler. Listen, I'm going to take it away from all the, yeah, yeah I had yeah. to hustle, yeah, you know. And when I pretty much like stopped hustling mixtapes, I found a new hustle with the music because that's where my heart was. Mm. You know, so I tried the distribution angle in the beginning, in the early stages, but the music business was on, you know. It was trying to figure itself out at the time, mm-hmm. right? Well, yeah, people thought it was debt. Yeah, <laughs> right. I mean, even even in the early two thousands, you know, record, record companies were not seeing the numbers that they were seeing in the eighties and the nineties, right? Yeah. So they they thought it was dead then. You know, well, how many records are you actually physically selling now? None. Yeah. Just ha- it was a time for ever- the whole game to evolve. Mm. So when the paradigm shifted, you know, even it took a long time for a lot of companies to even realize that streaming was a major player and it's here to stay right i got guys coming up to me still telling me that you know we missed this boat we didn't we were trying to we were trying our hardest to keep it out of the game yeah and here it is right and now we're trying to evolve with it right so, mm-hmm. but it's interesting i feel like you know a lot of people had a lot to lose from streaming right if you didn't actually change your ways and move and be malleable with the industry there's a lot of there was you know a lot of people lost a lot of money a lot of people went out of business yeah no this is true right but just like any business man you got to know the inside and out i feel like you know what we can talk about that retrospect but i feel like even now i see that similar kind of dialogue or uh happening now or storyline happening with tesla and with electric energy Mm. there's a lot of people trying to keep that down right and you know obviously my background in in finance or whatever we see i mean tesla is the the most heavily shorted stock in, in America. Why do you think that is? <clears throat> There's a lot of money behind that. Right. To be the most heavily shorted stock, you have to have a lot of capital behind that, which means there's a lot of investors not betting on that. Now, if you're your average investor, your average invi- um, advisor, or even portfolio manager or pension fund manager, like, you know, you're, you're going to, you're going to recognize the, um, how should I say the value or potential of electric, you know, and, and lithium and things like that. Right. right? So there's, and there's a lot of industries that stand to uh, dissolve from the prospering of that company. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's a scary one for a lot of people. You know, there's a lot of people that were betting on one way for a long time. Yeah. Right. You know, that's a, you know, that's a deep conversation. It you know, is. You're getting into the oil industry and all that. Right. So, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah, when you it's a game changer it's disruptive Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so when there's something that comes and disrupts the market 
these are the we're watching it firsthand what right happens. now yeah yeah totally it's an interesting time it's a it's a beautiful time right. like it's it's exhilarating yeah. right like things are moving things are shifting you can't really you have to stay on your toes constantly yeah right if things like snap of a finger yeah just That's like it. that just yeah. like that and as it's interesting you know when i hear your story a little bit you kind of were one of the guys to move you know well with it you know because even coming up like being a hustler and selling mixtapes is a beautiful thing like it's fun you know you seem like a person that you know enjoyed the the hustle and bustle of it constantly actually like physical hand-to-hand here's 10 for that whatever right like you know i remember coming up like when i first uh downloaded limewire and i don't know oh six or whatever yeah. it was or i think i was late on it too but, but that was my favorite thing to do which is go to go to walmart get that hundred stack of blank CDs and then make your own mixes, blah, 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 right. blah. And then you just would find random music. I remember finding like Drake, uh, City is Mine, way back in the day, a comeback yeah. season, stuff like that, and just be like, oh, this is the next guy I handed out. And just that, like, you know, digital hustling is one thing and entrepreneurship. Entrepreneurship is a completely different high, if you will, from my opinion. Like you, you building a business is like a passion, a love. But when you get to actually hustling on the street and actually doing hand to hand, you know, standing outside of the club, handing out mixtapes or handing out brochures or whatever, it's a different rush. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, absolutely. Right. It's something I probably you probably embraced throughout the years a little bit. I loved it. Yeah, I still do. You know, if I get an opportunity where I could sell something to somebody, like in a record store. Yeah, uh, believe me, it's happening. You know? <laughs> we just did a, a Mercules in store. Where was that in Kelowna? Yeah, and uh, yeah, I went to the back wall and I seen some kids looking at the CDs, and I know I pushed. You know, I was like, yeah, "You need to get that right now." Right? <laughs> <laughs> it's right here in front of you. Right? Yeah, go get it signed now. Go you know? get that. Yeah. yeah, you stand it right over there. So it's happening. Right? That's gonna be worth something. Yeah, yeah, yeah actually, yeah. it was a, a couple of my copies went with that. So there you go. There you go. <laughs> so there you go. Yeah, right. double up, double yeah, up for sure. Go, right. So are you uh, are you a Nipsey fan? Yeah, yeah. Must be. I'm yeah. just guessing. Yeah. I respect it. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. The marathon continues. Right. Right. That's that's interesting to me. You're 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 kinda like the northern embodiment of that from what I understand a little bit. Would you not say? I mean multiple income streams coming up to the music, understanding vertical integration, distribution. There's a lot I'm drawing a lot of parallels right now. That frequency. Mm. You know what I mean? I'm just on that frequency and uh I respect everything that those guys have done. You know, at All Money In and uh, Nipsey and his family, because that's, to my knowledge, that's who's behind them. So interesting, yeah. You know, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. we have a uh, we have the same thing. Like it's everybody around me is related in some way, and you know, I just want to create something that we built, right? You know, that we did right here. So let me play devil's advocate to that because I yeah. totally agree. Like, let, let me first and foremost, I totally agree. But a lot of people say don't mix family and business. Yeah, that's that's true in a lot of cases, mm. but it's how you mix family and business, right? You, you, if somebody's not good at a particular, you know, task, is that going to be the person you're going to put? You just set yourself up for disappointment at that point, right? 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 If you, you know, a lot of people do fa- uh, business like family with their business. Mm-hmm. I mean, sorry, business with business their with the family, yeah, family members and whatnot. It's just you have to look. It's not surface level trust you know communication all these sort of things have to be there right right and that, yeah yeah so um yeah i mean i don't do it 
I don't do all my business with my family, mm-hmm. but you know, I get them involved. They all run their own businesses too. Of course. Yeah. Of course. Is this have a way that it's streamlined and it works? Yeah. Yeah. Put the put the right people in the right situations. Yeah. Rather than, but I mean that can get awkward. I mean, you know, say I'm you know uh, your cousin Joe and and uh, I love production and turns out i'm not that great at production but i'm gonna look at my my big uncle right here and say hey put me in the studio right like right. there's there's gonna be times when you know maybe there's some awkward conversations there no mm-hmm. you know what and i had to learn how to have those awkward conversations and be able to set the tone to have that how know? how do you do that oh it's that's communication you know what i mean 101 that's communication 101 absolutely i mean everybody's different if i have to have a tough conversation every every person i'm going to have that conversation with is going to be a different approach mm-hmm. right uh these are people you're dealing with right. so you know i'm not a psychologist but there's a lot of psychology in that involved and there's a lot of you know learning people and and just having that having that being on the same frequency you got to be on the same page right do uh does it work for me every time no mm. but it's worked for me a lot of the time most of it a buzzword right now is emotional intelligence <laughs> buzzwords yeah yeah man right just like hustle i was trying to stay away from these buzzwords but, you know, but it's true man emotional intelligence yeah absolutely i mean trying to have that conversation you know with cousin joe like hey yeah. listen let's put you in a situation to win i don't think this is a situation where you can win you know like how just to communicate that simple very very simple message oh for sure like it's all about how cousin joe looks at it mm-hmm. oh you don't believe in me or you're giving me too much without saying that you're giving me too much right? yeah, 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 yeah. yeah 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 huh yeah interesting interesting ask so, those questions right get the answers yeah you know and be I mean? able to take them yeah mm-hmm. like you have to ask those questions you don't have to be you know you just you don't have to sugarcoat it but ask the right questions mm-hmm. if you ask the right questions you get the right answers shit can you take the right answers though not everybody can but that's that's understanding how people think right Mm. you're not gonna have a volatile conversation with somebody who can't handle it right what why would you even put yourself in that position emotional intelligence right like (laughs) i'm i'm one to like avoid if i see somebody's kind of you know it's hard-headed don't want to listen and stuff like that i'd rather wait till you know what i mean they get a little bit more knowledge mm-hmm. you know a little bit more life experience to be able to handle that communication yeah yeah and unfortunately it slows a lot of people down you know what i mean yeah a lot of, a lot of people lost opportunities because they didn't know how to communicate totally yeah totally not nah, shit i've lost opportunities because of that i mean it's mm-hmm. a lot of it is you know being young and a man is tough too because you're you're a little bit confused right and your egos it may be inflated or it's just you know you don't really know, you don't understand perspective right so taking yeah. i mean taking back i mean even with people i have i have sit across this table from me is like you know okay you know you might yeah sure josh you might have ideas you, you might have you know certain philosophies but why don't you just i mean one of the things this podcast has taught me is why don't you just sit back and shut up for a bit right mm-hmm. like just sit back and shut up i bet you'll learn something right? right and then obviously and you know i do i run back over all these podcasts and it's like Oh yeah, good. Thank God you shut up there. <laughs> you, know? you, just, you took the time to listen. <clears throat> of course, right? Of course, and then and treating everybody that you encounter 
you know, with a level of dignity and respect. You know, the, it's cliche, but like respect your elders, right? Mm-hmm. And, and arguing with a fool is a waste of energy as oh, well, yeah. right? Like, it's a total waste of energy. That's that's what it is. Those are the basics that you got to know. You know? <laughs> like, there's the basic. One and two. That's the manual. Yeah. You know, and if you can understand that, then, you know, you got a good foundation. Totally. And you're going to be able to handle yourself in good. Like, you talk to all kinds of people, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So you got to have an understanding of how this works. You know, it's, it's. Yeah. And yeah. if you don't, that's like, vital. Yeah, if you don't, like the we're lucky, man. Like I've have said this before. Like you know, you're, you're number fourteen for us, right? So right. I've had fourteen different conversations with fourteen people. Like just like what well, we met an hour ago, mm-hmm. right? Obviously caught a vibe, but it's like you don't if you don't have those that ha- that how to manual that those those two fundamentals to it. This shit does it doesn't work, and the the consequences are dire, right? Right. Especially, I mean, sure, this is one thing. Maybe a, a guest gets mad, or we have a bad conversation. We don't put a podcast out, or so whatever. But does like, that even happen? <laughs> no, of course not. <laughs> of course, it doesn't happen, right? <laughs> and uh, but in business, yeah. it could be way more dire. You know, like you so much experience with you know you know funding companies and and and, and dealing with venture capitalists and whatnot. You know, if you suddenly have a if your personalities don't sync up right away, you know that, that might have been a million dollars walking out the door right oh. there, right? Yeah, that's what it is. <laughs> it's so easy to, you know, get this close, but you can blow it just like that. Yep. I've seen a lot of people blow opportunities. Mm-hmm. I've had situations like, not a lot because, you know, but little things that kind of have gone south, you know, you got to learn from it. Oh, man, you can't have all wins. Yeah. You can't have all wins. No, no, you can't. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. like, my record is good, though, but, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. it could be better. Right. Yeah. So we got sidetracked a little bit there. I do. I'm super interested. Can you break down the whole mixed cartel uh, era and and what that was like for you? Because I'm trying to give listeners a little bit of context here because they're probably listening like, okay, this guy talks a certain way. Like, you know, what does he know? What he what has he done? And they're probably pretty yeah. curious at this point. Like, well, so how'd you start out with mixed cartel? Mixed cartel was my first company. Okay. You know that name, that name resonates in those circles. You know. There's a lot of people that feel like they've heard it, and they may have not. In those, in, in yeah. sorry, I don't mean to cut you off, but in those circles, I don't think that's correct. I think that's just in in the area in general. Right. I don't think it's necessarily circles. It's, yeah. It's it's you it's, know it's here. It's a big name. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so that was my my fir- that was my first company that was like serious and um, yeah, I was just out there. You know, I was selling mixtapes hand to hand. I had good ways of distribution. I knew I know who had money to spend. Like and just extra income right yeah so uh yeah i'd take them like the 25 cds and be like yo give me this much wow you know and that would you know, i'd do that to like 10 cats in like a day you know whenever yeah. i get something new but i got something new coming out every two weeks right right because right. closer to like you know oh three oh four there was a new mixtape every day yeah in the beginning it was like classics you know I had like the first G Unit radio mixtapes. I had the first Dipset mixtapes. Change the Stuff game. that nobody could get. Change the game. Yeah. Change the game. Mr. Martini was on this podcast. He, he was like, "Yo, I was in Atlanta for All Star Game early 2000s, and uh, and I, I got this new, I got this the, the new uh, G Unit radio mixtape, and right. every everybody's whip that I hopped in. I was like, "Yo, let me put this in. Let me put this in. Let me put this in. Like that's how hot it was. I feel like kids, you know, my generation and younger, will never have that." Uh, like you remember just having a cd and you're like this right here this shit right here yeah <laughs> just wait 
just to <laughs> share right? right yeah like the way people used to share music and all that kind of stuff like yo i got something we got to listen to it oh, right now that's crazy like, we can't listen to anything else until we listen to this <laughs> yeah. that's how it used to be yeah right yeah i mean I've, I've seen some like there's cats out there like i've been to parties where like the kids are like yo we got to listen to this right now and that's cool to see but back then it was like Yo, no, everything shut down. <laughs> yeah. Everything stops right you now. You get a drink? No, no, no. You get a drink later, okay? Yeah, like right now we got to do this. Yeah, yeah. And uh, that was the cool thing. So, you know, I was called to action and just urgency to buy. Mm -hmm. You know, I had that down pat. And totally. I used to sell mixtapes. Like, that. it was just second nature, right? Yeah. Huh. So. How'd you get that? How did it become second nature for you? Just in your blood? Yeah, just selling, you know? Yeah. I don't try to oversell people. I, you know what I mean? Like, uh, I don't, you don't got to lie to people to sell them something. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You just got to tell them why it's hot and why they need to buy it right now. Right. You know? Yeah. yeah I, I've hired a lot of people that'd be like, yo, like, so extra about selling something that they lose the sale. Right. Like, before it even starts. And I'm like, yo, you didn't even need to go that far. Yeah. You know, you got to set up a scenario. You got to tell a person why they should buy this. You know what I mean? Yeah. Why they, like, why should they spend their money on that? Yeah. Yeah, without yeah. pissing them off right so you know, we swear on this and all absolutely that. Yeah. absolutely yeah, yeah. don't okay, worry cool. about it yeah. don't worry about it um yeah no it it's it's an art it's art it's art for sure uh, i'm i'm not a, i'm not a salesman I, I i engage in dialogue right and that seems to work you know like if you just have genuine pure-hearted conversations you right. know like where there's truly a value exchange i don't think you really need to sell that much you know what i'm no. saying like it's I think that's when you get really good at it. That's kind of where you go. But who who am I to say? So let me bring back this context, though. So, oh, it, so music was easy. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm gonna go back into all right, that for right, sure. Right. But music was easy because everybody, you know, everyone needs it. This is gonna make your day or make or break your day, right? So that make your week. Yeah. Yeah. So that's how I used to like sell mixtapes, and uh, oh, I did that till about 2008, when obviously it was downhill and the economy crashed in the U.S. and whatnot, and um, 2010 i launched flight academy music which is my label currently fam and that brings us to where we are right now mm. you know what i mean so um in that time of mixtapes and like between 99 and 08 i was also you know i was skateboarding heavy oh no way so it was really easy for me to be in the right places you know um, I was skateboarding heavy till about 03. It's what I grew up doing, mm. right? But then I uh, I got some other homies like, you know, F and SDK guys, right? They're all out in Surrey. And uh, I got an opportunity to come out on a tour with my my, my brother Caspian and Vish and stuff. Mm -hmm. And they brought me out there and it was interesting. Like, it wasn't a popping tour. Like... We went to some venues and there was like nobody there. What what, what year was this? This is like 04. Okay, let's say because I don't think that would happen these days. But yeah, this yeah. is like 04. Okay, right. So I got my first taste of like uh, what this is like. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, like yeah. I, I we started the tour and I'm just the homie. Right. But the midway on the tour, now I'm like I'm playing a role. Mm. I'm selling people's tapes on the on the road. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? I'm yeah. having conversations. I'm networking. Right. You know essentially it's like i i learned what co-management and road management and all this was on mm. that trip mm. and that kind of changed things for me oh four yeah it opened up a lot of doors for me Damn. my mind right wow so i got to see that and actually in that same trip 
in 04, I met my good brother, Joey Styles. Yeah, this Don't is a trippy, a trippy story, too. Yeah. You know, how, yeah. how we met. Okay. So uh, I'll tell you Joey this. just won some stuff, did he not? Yeah. Juno. Sass Music Award. Oh, my bad. Yeah. Right. Sure, sure, yeah. sure. Sass yeah. Music Award. Shout out to him. Yeah. Shout yeah. out to Joey for sure. He's killing it. You know, him and him and Carson Gray, then they're, they got number one hits on like, especially radio stations and all these different avenues of music that mm-hmm. it's nuts. Yeah. That's they're a iconic. Voice. Yeah. <laughs> You know? Yeah, yeah, especially you know within the Aboriginal community, like that's just yeah, it's unreal. It's it's truly unreal to yeah. see that that level of. Joey's an icon. Yeah, you know what I mean. The whole world hasn't been exposed, but I tell you this, they are gonna know. You know what I mean. The right. whole world hasn't seen him yet, but his energy is super strong, and they're gonna know it. it he still make quality music too. Mm-hmm. Absolutely quality music. How do you think? Um... I tell you this story. Yeah, sorry, my bad. You know what I mean. Please, please, please. Yeah. A lot of people like want to hear that story, so I was like, "So, so I'm in the on, middle you're on, of you're on tour. We're on tour, okay, okay. And we're in the middle of uh, we get to Saskatoon. I've never been to Saskatoon, and uh, you know, I know some of the boys have a link to Joey, but everyone's kind of tired, right? Of course, you know, we've been on the road, and no one's making that call, and I'm, I'm like, you know, I'm hype. I'm like, yeah, let me get out here. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, let's yeah. go, let's go meet these cats and shit. So. uh <clears throat> everyone's sleeping chilling back at the hotel i'm out now i've already grabbed a bunch of cats mixtapes like cut corners out of tape uh who else had a tape i know like moves out of tape who else was on there i think it was like neoteric had like a one of his tapes or something <laughs> Damn, this yeah. is like an odd bunch too yeah, right sure like this this trip was like had a whole bunch of characters. it didn't have like solidified sdk crew yet type Nah, we were all young right all right you know what i mean um no, the crew's always been the crew, but uh, even before the crew, like we have a, we're all from the same like hood, right? Yeah. So we all know each other, and so we're all from Guilford and whatnot, Surrey. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah. So I'm in the middle of Saskatoon, and I'm out there, and I walk uh, a block and a half from the hotel. We're staying at the Senator towards the mall, mm-hmm. and I see a statue of Gandhi, right? And not to me, like I'm just like, yo, that's trippy. Like I came all the way. To, like I, I know Gandhi's story enough about it. At, like you know, at that time in my life, yeah. but I'm in the middle of Saskatoon, and here's a statue of Gandhi, <laughs> all people, right? Yeah, yeah, hey, good. And um, so I'm feeling, I'm feeling real good now. So uh, got the confidence in you, yeah. Well, I'm, you know, I just, I feel real good. Yeah. So I decided to, you know, I'm, I'm gonna go find this guy, Joey Styles. I'm, I'm gonna go find him. Okay? Like physically find. I'm him? gonna find him. All right. You know, this is what I do. I find him, right? <laughs> okay, yeah. Like, I've never been here. Right. right. So I, I walk into, uh, and I'm by myself this whole time, um, downtown Saskatoon. So I walk into this, like, uh, pool hall. You go down the steps into it, real dark spot. Yeah. yeah. I'm there by myself, and I'm just just watching cats. You know, I'm not even, I got myself a drink. I'm sitting by the bar. I'm just watching. Yeah. And uh, I see this one huge cat big guy you know he's got long hair long braid and i'm like yo this guy looks like he might know so i'm just watching him for the right time to approach Mm. and then i approach this cat and i'm like yo i'm so and so i'm from out of town we're just here passing through the city Mm. um you could connect me with this cat joey styles right i'm looking for him yeah uh want to link up with him yo this guy doesn't even put a call into joey or nothing guy gives me his number what 
Okay, first guy I ask yeah, in yeah, Saskatoon, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. First guy I approach about anything. Well, hey, man, the good eye. Right? Yeah. Gives me his number. Now, I come back to the hotel. I'm like, yo, okay, I think I found Joey, right? I got his number. And, you know, I called him that night. And uh, I'm like, yeah, this is who I am. This is who I'm with. Right. Come to the show tomorrow. It's at the Senator. Yeah, this guy comes the next morning or the next day. Yeah. He's like, 60 deep okay he doesn't know me (laughs) he just knows like okay i put a call in yeah and he knows some of the cats there this is where we're gonna be right but you know yeah comes 60 cats like you know all rough cats too right right (laughs) (laughs) and since that day that's my brother no way (laughs) straight up damn yeah you guys caught a vibe real quick right away like took no time you know what i mean it was that's destined to be right wow like how that all worked out (laughs) yeah Okay, what's the con- what's the conversation like? You see this guy roll up. What? How does that exchange go? The exchange was just like the universe. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like it, I don't even think anything was said. I think it was just <laughs> really, yo, really, yeah. Damn, I really don't recall any conversation after that. He just knew. Yeah, we Damn. just knew. <laughs> Here you are, fourteen years later. Like all of us. Yeah. Damn wow that's crazy yeah so yeah and we continue we still work together uh cast everybody you know everybody at f and stop we all got great relationship and yeah we continue man yeah talk, yeah. yeah talk about the right team like all those all those guys have seen a lot of conce- uh, success yeah yeah you know i mean I, I got a lot of respect for you know what ryan and the guys have put together you know what i mean mm-hmm, mm-hmm. like i got my own thing and it was always a respect level amongst all of us we all we're all bosses totally that's how we move you guys bring you bring each other up yeah Mm -hmm. we're all from the same place you know there's no point in us knocking each other down Mm. i mean like Mm. if we knock each other down where's the industry it's gone right dead i can't say it's gone like somebody it's there for somebody yeah but how what is that but we got nothing to teach at that point sure but what's going to happen is you'll experience a dark age Mm. right we just had Cass uh, from crescendo up here and, and and she was speaking on that a little bit where she was like yeah i know Real talk, we, we went through a dark age a little bit where we all were kind of we were all isolated in our camps and whatever. So you're like, okay, you're all for you're all from you know Guilford, right? Yeah. Cool, right? So you guys, it's easy for you guys to big up each other, right? How how easy is it for you know a kid from Guilford Guilford to Surrey Surrey? Yeah, my bad. <laughs> from Surrey, yeah. Like just the whole like Surrey's a big place. Yeah. So even from Surrey, like. It's easy to big up another person from Surrey. Yeah. How easy is it to big up someone from North Van? Uh, you know, I can't speak for everybody, but I'd be doing it all the time. Of course, like, I don't okay. see. Yeah, I think I think that's <clears throat> only for cats that you know. Like, there's always people that don't travel in their life. You got to get out and see things. It's gonna keep leave you open minded. Yeah. Like I've seen things. Yeah. I've traveled. You've been so, around. Yeah. You know what I mean? When I move around the city, I don't I'm not moving, oh, I gotta go to North Van because that's a different hood. Like, I'm welcome. You know what yeah. I mean? So I'm just moving through and these guys are all we're all from the same place. Right. Like look how do how do we end up here? Mutual relationships. Exactly. Right. Yeah. And you, you do the openness of you willing to come and have a conversation, right? Right. That's big. I appreciate it. That's huge. Them. Yeah, I appreciate yeah. you having me. Absolutely. It's, a, it's an honor to have you, man, with the, the, the years you have in a game and the relationships and the businesses you fostered. I mean, you got a lot inside that head. You know what I'm saying? There's a lot there. And 
you know, again, just to the conversation we just had, you know, it was my job to just sit down and be like, all right, kid, you don't know, you don't know a thing today. Today, you don't know a thing. Right. And just and, and be humble like that. You speak on North Van a little bit. Uh, you've done some work with uh, with our friend Jamie Cues over there. Yeah, Jamie. Prime Diesel. Yeah. <laughs> how'd that come about? Yeah, I know him since Prime Diesel. Supreme <laughs> Diesel. Yeah. No, how did that come about? Mixtapes. No way. Yeah. Because uh, he was working with a bunch of DJs. I think it was like Dub Floyd. And, you know, he did some production for a bunch of cats. I don't know, like a couple, some cats out of New York. Okay. And it'll come to me later. But um, I remember. And so I somehow got this mixtape to distribute. And I found out that him, you know, being from North Van or just in the city, mm-hmm. worked on this tape. Hmm. So it just, it was only right. So I reached out to him and I'm like, oh man, I I see you. Yeah. Right? Yeah. We should talk, we should think about doing some things. And I found out he's an engineer. And then, you know, then I started putting tapes together, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. started making mixtapes, not just distributing them at that point. Right. Yeah. Right. So like, when did that, when did that click for you for, to be like, okay, yeah, I've hustled mixtapes for a minute now, but like, I'm an artist. When did that, were you always? Or well, like an artist? Like an artist, artist. I mean, like producer, artist, like. Yeah, I got my name on some music. Um, <laughs> I kind of always knew it. Right. I just, like, I never been a rapper. I never was like, okay, I'm this guy. Yeah. I really just did it to show cats that I can do it, and you can do it too. That's like, hard. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's hard. That's the only reason why I did it. That's hard. Because I used to hear the same thing you hear, and everybody like, yo, you know, we got to be somewhere else. I won't make it here. Or they don't respect me here. It's yeah. like, dog, like, you just got to get yourself out the right way. Right. You know? You're making excuses. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. and, you, and you can't even tell somebody that they're making excuses. You just got to show them. Yeah, actions speak louder than words, and that was my move. So that's why I did. Yeah. That's cold. And you're talking about fruition. Absolutely. So that was like 2016. So like, I already been in the game a long ass time before I started doing this. Damn. Yeah. You know? Damn. Yeah. yeah. But like making mixtapes, um, when I was just lending my creativeness to the tapes, that started back in like, uh, that was like 06, I think. 06? Yeah. 05, wow. 06. Crazy. Yeah. Um, so you do all this networking obviously you connect with jamie right. you know you're seeing people you have, you have a gift you have a gift in, in in communication and just catching a vibe and being able to understand you know personality types and all Thank this you. yada 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 but you know with that you know it's easy for a kid like me to do it because i have instagram mm-hmm. so on instagram i can go and see what you're about i can go all the way back i can see what your progression's like i can see what your industry's like i can see how you communicate how you right. how you voice things right i have all these tools all these hints right and then i can just slide in your dms right there no mm-hmm. problem right that's a instant link uh you know between person to person mm-hmm. you know so that puts a little bit of a handicap on you know my skills because i never had to oh joey's in the city all right i'm gonna go find him let me go down to the pool hall you know that's tough you know what? Those were the only options we had back then, though. You had to. Like, now you have. Like, yeah, there's nothing wrong with social media. No, no, no. Yeah, for you sure. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. um, the fact that you can reach out to me on, like, a DM and stuff, like that's amazing to me. Because, yeah, like, real. hell, I'm not going to lie. Like, I reach out to, like, a lot of cats through that DM. And a lot of people find me, too. And, uh, but, you know, just being able to communicate and walk into, like, 
no man's land like literally i ain't that's nothing about saskatoon but like i've been to like crazy places <laughs> where i had to yeah. i've been in the desert and i had to find somebody you yeah. know what i mean yeah and i found that person too so that's what i mean by no man's land right no doubt i've been out in vegas had to find people and oh yeah so <laughs> yeah no for sure but it's, it's easy it's easy yeah. now it's easy now but you have because of that era and that time frame just yeah. where the technology is at you have a completely different skill set yeah like you you have a skill set i could maybe never have that you can never have maybe because i, I don't know we're having a conversation over here you seem to me like the type of cat that can go and have a conversation uh, sure right sure i mean like the only real i'll be honest with you i mean i used to think before tinder and all that was i was like man the only the only way you could really go and have to go scope out and go fend for yourself is, is if you're you know like you're gonna go try to find a you know a beautiful lady somewhere mm. right and that's the only way you really have to test your communication skills right because everything else can just be online now you have tinder with that too so you know what yeah uh, you know and that is even the women they don't, they don't know how to talk back so if it's tinder it's tinder for them too that's it that's a great <laughs> point Right. that's a great point that's a great point for right. sure for sure so hold up let's bring it back so mixed yeah. cartel um from 99 to 08 you know i feel like there was a lot more going on in your life than uh than that yeah i mean like i was just getting to the bags mm -hmm. and um yeah i did that for some time but well you know everything i was doing in up until the, those points was just unsustainable right mm. you know like uh yeah man i i'm from surrey right right, right, you know, right. Like, yeah i got you like you're gonna see everything growing up yep. if you want to see it you don't have to yep. but if you if you you know have the eye and you're looking that way and you're, you're gonna places, see it yeah you know and i've seen a lot of things growing up and uh at the same time just being well traveled and and always taught that there's more to this world than just where you're at mm-hmm you know, like that. My mentality was like, you know, I'm no matter what I'm doing today, I'm always bigger than this. You know, mm. like this is small. Mm. And today, like looking back, there was a lot of money that would, you know, make somebody like, like lose their mind. Mm. But I look back at it like that was just small time. People die for 10 grand. Uh, yeah. People die for all kinds of things. And, uh, if you're talking about streets, yeah, man. I mean, uh, coming up, like, all my closest, like, family members, and I'm talking about cousins and my best friends and all that, I've lost 10, right? Wow. So, wow. yeah, people die, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. But all that just gave me the motivation to just do this. Is that what sprouted this water business? I mean, and, uh, I mean, that mindset. The drive, the, the mindset. Drive, yeah. Right? Yeah. Mm, mm. Like anything I do, you know what I mean? I think back of where I was and even where I was before that, when simpler times, you know, and we're in control of everything that we want to do. I'm in control of my destiny. Right. And water just made sense to me. <laughs> like, I was like, yo, this controls everybody's destiny. Yeah. It's this little bottle right here. Yeah. You know, what's inside of it? Yeah. Yeah, you know, like you're not gonna survive. You know, there is no destiny for you if you don't have this in you. Yeah. So that's why that made sense to me. And uh, simple, uh, simple economics, supply and demand. Yeah, supply uh, and demand. Essentially. Yeah, it's never going out of style. Right. People, you know, come through with the and start talking shit about oh, it's bottled and it's this and it's that and you know I understand, 
I understand the reasons for their concern about, you know, plastics in the ocean and stuff totally. like that. And as soon as we get more capital, I mean, we're going to change something. We're going to change the world through something we're doing. Mm -hmm. And I'm all about innovation. Totally. And if I can find a better way, I'm going to look for that way. Mm -hmm. right? Especially if it works economically. Yeah, but I'm not trying to feed nobody like bullshit when they come and tell them, ask me about you know, plastic bottle and all that. I just say, you know, when we when we get there, well, that's to be the first thing that we're going to address. Right, right. It's true. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you know I mean, and uh, liquidus, man, alkaline water. Because mm. let's be honest, man, when you're watching cartoons growing up and stuff like that, like Ducktales or whatever. Everywhere, in every cartoon, eventually there's like some episode where they're trying to find the fountain of youth or something. Right? Okay. Like you watch cartoons growing up? Yeah, of course. You've seen it in a lot of those cartoons, they're all looking for a fountain of youth? Hey, man, even Pirates of the Caribbean just came out, whatever. Right. Yeah, same what, thing. So what do they find when they get to this fountain of youth, usually? Man, what do they well, find? Well, always. A lake? I don't know. what Water. They? Well, yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah. <laughs> so, like, we've been programmed to seek water. Ooh. <laughs> they just Ooh. call it a fountain of youth. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Well, it's natural. Yeah. Of course. So, but a lot of, listen, I mean, I can, I can stand as an outsider and say, hey, listen, you know what? Water would be a great business to, um, to be in. Obviously, you know, if we, if we extrapolate 50 years down the line, we might be in short supply. This is something we need every day. This is a, a, a commodity that is in style and will always be in style. Mm -hmm. But I'm not going to go out there and start my own water business, right? How does that, how do you get past that barrier right there? You just say, it, let's do it. Distribution. Mm. marketing you know a lot of businesses fail because they lack those things they have a great idea but they don't know how to sell it or they don't know where to sell it mm. um hmm. we're in the entertainment business if you see what you know diddy's doing with ciroc you see what jay's doing with ace of spade etc e40's doing with his line he's got wines oh yeah damn yeah man mm-hmm I mean, you see what they're doing. They got a marketing platform. Totally. They got people that support them. Of course, well, there's a lot of money involved in a lot of these places as well, right? Not everybody's doing it for free, but they're spreading the wealth around. Totally. And um, yeah, we have a we have the biggest platform mm -hmm. with this entertainment. Even us right now, this is a platform. Totally. Why don't we use it? Yeah, absolutely. 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 So how does how does what are the differences or how do they compare distributing music to distributing water are there parallels there you said it, supply and demand mm. but you know as far as like figuring out your distribution model and how to get it out there i mean there's there's multiple models a lot of people come to me and they say hey yo i know you're doing this water thing but how come i don't see it on these shelves or the 7-eleven you know that's cool. But in the growth stage of the business, that's that's not the only place that I need to sell it. You know, you could go to green rooms of artists around the country, even in the U.S., et cetera, et cetera. And this will be there. Mm. Right? Mm. Yeah. What made you choose that distribution model? Just understanding, like, the CDs and music. Mm. Right? And that is a demand. They're mm. going to want it at that place at that time. For sure. And they're going to buy more than one. They're going to buy a case, three cases, five cases. Yeah. Yeah. Mm, good luck. Yeah. Mm. Has it, is it at a point where it's growing past that now? 
No. I mean, it's just going to continue to grow. Right. Uh, I don't want to give up too much of, like, that model. Mm-hmm. But if anybody wants to get money with me, I mean, I'll be glad to show them. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, no doubt. No doubt. Right? No doubt. Come yeah. sit at the table. Right. Yeah, you like can't you just get a, that. Yeah. You got a good idea. I mean, like, yo, let's break bread. No doubt. Yeah, I um, mean, uh, there's enough in it for us all to eat. Yeah. No doubt. I agree for sure. And, like, since mixtapes and just everything that I've done, I've always created outlets to move product and merchandise. Mm. And once you have that, and you know how to market and brand it, yeah, it's easy. Totally. Yeah. Totally. You've always had a mind outside of the, obviously you're inside the, the music business, but you've always had a mind outside of that business. When you started to think about that concept of moving outside of just music distribution or the music, the music industry or, or the entertainment industry as a, as a holistic entity, uh, what was the first or first couple of things or industries that you looked for an entry point at man you know i've i've done a lot you know i've had my hand in businesses that have worked out great i've had my hand in businesses that didn't work out too good at all um i like businesses that have low entry points Mm. right that i have a that i have the marketing platform for right right i look for those now but in the beginning, in the early stages, I was looking at a more like, um, what could I sell? That's, mm. You know, music. Right. Well, but I, I took my hand at skateboards and clothing and yeah. all kinds of things, right? But music always just, it's something that it just I stuck with. And uh, I, like, uh, I like real estate mm. the most. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. that's not a low entry point yeah one time it wasn't that high either <laughs> if you did it right yeah <laughs> you know what i mean and it's not just here like right now it's 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 super expensive right now for anybody to get into the real estate market here in vancouver mm-hmm. to be honest mm-hmm. but look outside of vancouver right look outside of the bc look outside of canada look outside of the you know north right. america right. right there's opportunities everywhere mm-hmm. you might just have to do a little bit more homework but a sound investment is still a sound investment. Mm. Right? And diversification is, is powerful as well. Yeah. 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 Hmm. Nine income streams for a billion, right? That's what they say. That's what they say. Yeah. I like that a lot. Right. Hmm. How are you going to build up those nine? You know, I'm on my way. And uh, just keep the minimal risk. Really? And just keep leveraging what I have. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Building off a foundation. Right. Totally. Yeah. But, uh, with all this comes, you know, the, one of the number one principles is time management. Mm-hmm. You know, you can't run eight businesses, you know, effectively, some might say. Some might say, you know, you can only diversify so far. Mm-hmm. What would you say to that? You got to get good business managers, mm. right? You got to get good people around you. It's going to cost you. You know what they always say is it takes money to make money. Mm-hmm. Well, invest in the right people mm. and everything will keep on working. Mm. Uh, but yeah, you need good business managers. You need partners. If you don't want partners, and because that's not you, and you know what I mean, you like to have more of an equity stake in your company. Hire good business managers. Yeah. Right. Right. But some would say, good business managers will always want equity. Uh, kind of depends on where your business is. Mm. Right. In terms of in terms of excuse me, what the industry is already established. If you have an established business, you know your business manager is not going to 
he's not going to be looking for equity he's just going to be looking for ways to make it better totally right 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 um yeah but i mean hey if you're in the early stages of business and it costs you a little bit of you have to give up some equity to get the right people yeah hey give up the equity give up something Mm. you know you don't have to give up equity you can still do profit share right 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 you just got to make it work for everybody yeah still but that comes with a a level of trust yeah right i mean you got to know your business Mm. you know like if you don't know how a restaurant works don't get in the restaurant (laughs) business don't even think about hiring a business manager. Yeah. Don't even think about hiring a chef because you're not even going to know what they're doing. Mm-hmm. Right. So. Totally, 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 totally. I think that uh, maybe that's a pitfall for a lot of people. You know, people come into money. People got ideas. People got the dream, right? People mm-hmm. have, you know, people want to be self-hired. Mm-hmm. People want to work for themselves. You know what I mean? And that's, and there's nothing wrong with that. And there's a lot to learn that comes with it. Mm-hmm. And, you know. What's going to make the most out of that person that's doing that investment, spending that time, that the energy, the resources, is who comes out on top or who is doing it five, ten years from now successfully. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sure. I mean, yeah, self, self-hire is one thing. Self-ownership, you know, taking equity in yourself, absolutely. But, you know, if you want to go fast, go alone. You want to go far, go together, right? And I think that there's a certain level of if you really want to embody legacy embody what dynasties are there's just no way if you want to talk on that level there's just no way you can do it by yourself no you gotta put people in position Mm. you know you have to and that's probably the true meaning of empire Mm. i mean you could have a huge business but you don't you got you you want a big company that you know this goes back to working with family you want to have this massive company where you don't know anybody and they don't respect you? Or do you want this company where at least you can have a conversation with the people and you're not going to feel weird about? And maybe they're going to give you some advice, good mm-hmm. one or bad. Mm. Right? Yeah. I'd rather be on that side and dealing with, you know, like the family and just things that kind of come along with that as opposed to just dealing with people I don't know. Right, right, right. I mean, right. it's easy to like get rid of people if you don't like them and stuff like that, but... Yeah, you know, it makes it creates different problems. Totally, workspace, workplace, morale, and all that kind of stuff is mm. a whole different thing. Culture, you don't yeah, culture. Totally, you know, I think businesses like that lack a little bit of culture. Uh, you know, you can spend money on culture. I, you know, <laughs> right, like you Google and these companies, and then Facebook. When I go and see what they got going on, yeah, man, they spend a lot of money to keep people happy. Yeah, you know, yeah, like a lot. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. For sure, when you uh, when you talk about empires, what are some of the ones you look up to? Some of, some of the ones you try to mimic in twenty eighteen. You know what? I can't say uh, mimic a different empire and yeah. stuff like that because I don't know the mechanics of somebody else's empire. Yeah, I don't even know. Like sometimes a guy could be on top with his name, but he could own nothing in his so called empire. Mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. it's just all partners and partners and partners so i don't really try to mimic somebody's empire but as far as business and people that i look up to you know that's in this industry i'm gonna give it to the jays and the nipsies and, yeah 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 because they're doing something and we're on the creating a way out of no way totally yeah yeah no finding a way i mean even with industries that have low entry points 
you know, the thing with that, people do weird things when they when they don't have money. Mm-hmm. People do weird things when, you know, if you're strapped for cash, you only got $50 in your bank account, you might move away that, you know, is not necessarily reflective of yourself. So when you talk about building an empire with places that, or with industries rather that have low entry points, you know, maybe there's a couple obstacles there in terms of dealing with people that maybe are ambitious, but will move in a different way than usual. Some people need their food at the table first. You know what I mean? Mm. To get through to them, you have to have food at the table before you're going to call them for dinner. They're not going to come here and dish a plate out for themselves. Yeah. Yeah, I mean? Yeah. And that's, you got you to gotta look at everybody. Is this a person that's going to eat before we're all at the table? Or is it, no, does he want to eat by himself? Without getting into, like, you know, the specifics of that, right? Mm-hmm. But that's the best way I can describe it, man. Uh, does that answer your question? Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. That's, that's the best way to answer that question, actually. That's, that's something I don't think I'll forget. Some people don't, you know, some people need their dinner first. Mm-hmm. That's totally true. Uh, but with these, in an industry like entertainment or even athletics, you know, you're, you're dealing with people that have come up with nothing, right? So if you're going to direct all of my energy and all of my time, my scarcest resource towards a business, and you don't necessarily have that plate of food for me right away, I'm going to freak out, right? Or maybe not freak out, but I'm going to feel a certain type of way, No. That's why I wore like 10 hats in this business. Mm. That's why I chose to do everything myself first, mm. right? Um, you know, from management to production to running a company, running a label. It's not easy. Right. You know, even just A&Ring and then going back and doing like management things. It's a lot of work. Mm. But if I didn't do that, then I wouldn't be able to tell somebody that, look, this is where you've got to start. Mm-hmm. before you ask for this you gotta be able to do what i did if you can't do what i did do what you do but do it as good like be the best you can be mm. uh-huh i'm not like i'm not trying to like involve myself with people that look for handouts and stuff like that or feel like they're they, you know entitled to anything and that's the kind of that's how i like to run my things right right run my business and stuff like that if there's you know if there's no fit for you you don't need to be here mm yeah hmm. um so you're dealing with people from all different facets of life especially when you're running a record label yeah i mean that is talk about wearing a million hats right especially one that at one point was grassroots and mm-hmm. had to come up and really grind i mean what's your experience been like with flight academy from the start it's been a grind it's been a lot of a lot of pivoting you know, you always have to continue. Yeah, yeah, you have to continuously be pivoting because things change. Mm. And um, yeah, you have to move and be very organized. Could you give an example of that? Pivot? A, a way you have to, you know, have had to pivot? Okay, five-year plan, 2010. Mm. Our first five-year plan. All right. Nobody really knows where the industry is going. Like, I know. Like, I, I know what's coming. I just know the technology's not there yet. Right. Right? Mm-hmm. So it's like, that's a pivot in itself. We're going to continue to sell CDs. We're going to continue to sell merch. We're going to try to get up on the road and all this kind of stuff. Keep doing what we do. You know? But as soon as the technology's here, we're going to be this. This is what we're going to do. I've had to pivot what? Probably like two, three times. Mm. Uh, no, twice. With, the with Flight Academy. Okay. With the emergence of streaming? Yeah. yeah. And right now, 
the last pivot I made when the emergence of streaming was was crucial because that was the best move. And now I'm in a position where I feel like we don't got to pivot. Everything's right in front of us. Yeah. We don't have to change up from what we're doing right now. Mm. Like everything's laid out for, we're already into 2019, 2020. Yeah. You know, I got, we got the music coming out. Um, putting artists in position to be able to like be self-sustainable businesses yeah. on their own. No, we're not a record label. The last pivot, we became a label services. You know what I mean? Okay, speak on I, that a little bit. Building, I don't you know, maybe you don't know, but Kevin and all these guys know that a lot of the guys around me and the artists I, I work with, there's a relationship. We know each other for some time or it was a friend of a friend, et cetera, right? Yeah. You know, my, my goal is to see these guys become businessmen and have their own businesses, right? They might need help running a label, but that's what we're here for. Right. Right? They can go out, like, let's be honest, 60% of the musicians, well, I'll say from the time I was coming up, yeah, like maybe at that time it was like 70, 80, everybody wanted one thing that was called, I want a label deal. I want a label deal. First thing, cats go up in the label and they say, I want a label deal. You know what I mean? They just think that because they're hot, they're going to get a label deal. The mm-hmm. co- label's going to come and give them a bunch of money so they can go and have a record label. Mm-hmm. At that point, it's just an imprint. Right. You know? Right. The labels know, like, okay, if you want a label deal, can you run a label? First and foremost. <laughs> right? Like, yeah. do you have a team? Can you do this? Is it, is it more than just you, you and your best friend right here? Yeah. You yeah. know? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So, so when you say get a label deal, explain that for listeners a little bit. Because, I mean, there's a couple obvious examples. Maybe, you know, Dreamville or even Rockefeller or, uh, um, or even um, uh, Nipsey's. Uh, gosh. Why can't all, I money, all money in. All money in. Yeah. Right. Um, those are some obvious examples of label deals. But, you know, what are the intricacies of that? Because as an artist deal, you're getting one thing. And as a label deal, you're getting another thing. Can you run a company? Mm. That's first and foremost. Can you run a company without screwing the money up? It's a business, right? Like, jo- jo- like you go get raised uh, tech, right? Yeah. You deal with a lot of tech, I, I'm sure. Absolutely, yeah. Okay? Yeah. When, before these guys go for their round fundings and whatnot, what are the, what's the question that they do in their due diligence? Is there a business here? <laughs> do you make money? Right. Do you make money? <laughs> and if it's, if, it, if it's worth their time to invest, like if they're going to look past... Like there's just an app or whatever here. Yeah, they know that they're taking on a lot of like the back end duties, and they're prepared to do that. In some cases, so, all, all of it. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. So like a label is gonna like a big label like Universal. All these companies are gonna look at it like that. Right. You know, if oh, we yeah. put this money and this power because it's power, like if we you know give you this power, what are you gonna do with it? Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> How much of this weight? of your load are we going to have to carry right right people don't understand that there's a lot of you know you could call it a carrying broker but what it is is okay so you're going to you're going to have the client facing side and then all of the administration and the back office and the middle office that's that's going to fall on on us is that yeah. is that what you're saying <laughs> they're okay doing it but what are you going to have to give them back right and nowadays like that that's where the 360 deals and all that come into play right mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know so that's why i'm in label services because i got artists around me but right. they're learning by watching what we're doing they can find different avenues to grow 
Right, right. You know, if they're not good at running a company and stuff like that, I'm going to look at it the same way. Like, you know, I don't think you're capable of running a business. But if that's your dream and, then, you know, we have a history, maybe we might be able to provide that. You know what I mean? But that's a lot of time. It's still going to. But you know what? With that being said, it's like we're independent, mm-hmm. right? Doesn't mean we're putting the money up for everything. Right. We know what to do. Right. That's um, a really good point. Yeah. That's a damn good point, too. We're going to invest in what we know there's a business there. Mm. Like if there's a business there, we'll invest. Right. A functional, functional profitable. business, profitable. Right. Product. How much of, uh, how many pages, or maybe none at all, but how cognizant were you of what uh, Travis and, uh, and Tech Nine did over there at, Stra- at Strange Music? Yeah. Just independent built it. And you know what? They... They have other companies that they work with. I'm pretty sure there's like they have another partner that might be just good at like management and whatnot as well. Another company that helps them, but um, they're they did an amazing job, man. Unreal. Yeah. Change in my humble opinion changed the game. Yeah. Like, I didn't think everyone used to preach that methodology, and I hadn't seen it. Like on a national scale, like that, like he was at, he, for a while there, he was at the forefront, you know, do, like doing tracks with Little Wayne and, and yeah. stuff like that. Like he changed the dynamic of what an independent powerhouse was able to do. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. So what are your, when we look at what Flight Academy has going on, what are your goals coming up? Like you said, you already, you see 2019, you see 2020, we were essentially there, right? you see music moving in a certain direction you said you're pretty much in a position to to just line them up and knock them down mm-hmm. essentially let's put in the groundwork and run now mm-hmm. um when you say or 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 when you kind of preach that in terms of we don't have to pivot anymore we're just here what are some of the things you're looking at to accomplish in 2019 2020 2021 etc etc in the near term i mean we have a platform. Like, Flag Academy Music is a platform. This one's going to rub a lot of... This one's going to... You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Rub some feathers the wrong way here. Tickle some feathers or whatever the saying is. That's um, we are the biggest self-distributed independent urban label. Self-distributed. Right. And I'm talking about worldwide. Yeah. Um, in the top three in the country. Yeah. Yeah. From the numbers. Yeah. Yeah. And the, like the other two, I don't I, I don't even know who they are. Oh no, Urban? That's us. Sorry. But like we're one of three when it comes to independent labels. Right. For sure. Right. Yeah. What made you do so okay, that's a milestone. Yeah. For sure. Right? That distribution. Okay, like people doubt. They say, Oh, CDs, vinyl. Who's buying that stuff? A lot of people. A lot of people are still buying it. Mm. And like, how do you say no to money? How do you say no to that extra thousand physical copies? Like, the one thing I don't understand, we'll get more into the question, right? But here's one thing that ticks me off about artists, too. When I tell them about physical copies, the first thing they say is, does anybody buy that anymore? It's like, how do you even know? Have you ever sold, Mm. like, 5,000 units of a CD Mm. to say that it's not selling? If you you move, like, 100,000 units... And now you're moving 5,000? You know, I'm going to say, yeah, you're right. <laughs> you know, it's not moving like how I used to. Right? If you move none. Yeah. How are you going to tell me? 
<laughs> That's a good point. That's a really good point. That's a Pareto improvement right there. You're leaving money on the table. Yeah, leaving mm. money on the table. And like, you got Facebook, you got Instagram, you got all these things that, you know, all these tools to go out there and, you know, send your message out there way out in the world. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> sure. Sure. No. And there's a lot of people out there that still buy this stuff. So distribution and just our platform, like technology-wise, and just uh, in about before the year's out, we'll be uh, have our own licensing, music licensing platform direct to YouTube. So anybody that's watching this, just know that you can utilize, there's, uh, you know, you'll be able to come to our site, be able to license our music direct and take it to your YouTube channel and basically yeah monetize it yourself how the hell <laughs> else would they do it like if i'm talking if bruno comes out with a song mm. or not even bruno like i i don't even know like say um you know uh just a local artist you know justin even maybe or say justin bieber comes out with a track i want to use it in my vlog yeah how do i go about that without copyright infringement licensing who do i call well, like, I mean, when you're talking about, like, Justin Bieber and stuff Oh, sure, like that, sure. So that's a bad example. Let's, have, say, let's say Nip. Let's say I want to use, you know. You'd have to get it them, you know, their company or Atlantic. Depends. Right. I'm pretty sure you got to get it them. Yeah. Right? You got to get it them. And they're going to say, like, this is how they're going to have their terms. And if it, you know, if it works under their terms, then you're going to license their music. If it doesn't work, you'll be on to the next one. But um, our entire catalog will be available to any YouTube creators mm. from this point forward. Cat's out the bag, you know what I mean? Absolutely. So that's, that's, and that's a major key. 2019, right? That's so, a major key. Yeah. yeah it's a, what made you go the um, self-distribution route mm. rather than cutting distribution deals traditionally? I mean, I got distribution deals, but they're not like those kinds with like the big labels give you, et cetera. Yeah. Right, like I have partners in different countries, like in Japan, etc. You know, um, but I have the same partners that the other companies have. That's leverage. Yeah, that's leverage. Right, my partners are their partners. Mm. You know, so that's powerful. Yeah, that's essentially taking all the power out of the corporation. <laughs> we are a corporation. Well, exactly. We're but it's just it, like you know, I mean, I came up. I'm from Surrey. You know, what I mean. People didn't think I was going to take music serious because they thought I was too street for this or whatever. You know what I mean? Like, not, they didn't, like, count me out of the race. Yeah. They said, you know, we know he could do something, but they didn't think I was going to be in this this long. Yeah. You know? Like, I might have moved on to something else is what everybody thought. Or even, like, you say you're doing multiple businesses, but the fact that you're still keeping... You know this label so close to your heart and grinding with it so much as addition to again like you just said nine like it's coming together in my mind right now just talking to you nine income streams obviously mm-hmm. right there's multiple ways to approach this right yeah even in this you know I, I talk about this all the time like we have you know we've been on a run for 10 years right mm-hmm. or nine years if you will economically right and mm-hmm. it's all peaches and fucking cream right now right. but let's talk about in three years when shit hits the fan or in two years or you know hell we had a scary day in the markets today um and so you know having being able to put your neck out and saying yeah, yeah, yeah. listen I, I know i started with this i'm still with this and then we're also going to diversify how confident are you 
that you can weather that storm, that economic storm, or what? How are you going to try to mitigate those risks a little bit? Because that's a, that's a risk I think a lot of people aren't even thinking of. Because right now it's all peaches and cream, right? Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like there's there's good, there might be some storms coming up. You gotta shake and move. You gotta evolve. You gotta evolve fast. That's that pivot. That's that pivot. You gotta pivot when the world's pivoting. You know what I mean? If you don't move with the way things are going, yeah. you're gonna be left behind. And like, you know, sometimes you have to hold back. Sometimes you gotta be like, no, everybody's going this way. I gotta stay here. Bring in CDs and vinyl. Right? <laughs> you know, yeah. the, when these guys stop looking at it. Yeah. Now now we're winning. Dude, if there's a <laughs> if there's like you know what CD I need right now? Four four four. I need that C D. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like there's there's vinyls I still need. Yeah. There's that's a hundred percent. I'm going. I'm willing to go out and spend that twenty dollars or whatever it is. Right. Of course, there you go. it's not even like a question either. It's like, yeah, no, no, no. I, I need that. But you know what? Flight Academy Music. We don't want to give artists like we don't want to just take your CD and put it on the shelves. We want there's data there. You know what I'm saying? We want to offer a user experience, right? Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. we want. You know, we got a couple pilot projects happening right now where um, we're going to give we're going to give that fan that goes out and purchases a CD a little bit more. Well, actually, a lot more. Okay. And like I'm talking about user experience. They okay. might be able to go and, you know, have a contact with their with their favorite artist. Mm. They might get some shows to a ticket. Have an experience. Right? More than just like, hey, get entered to win. Yeah. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Which you know served its purpose and, its and no, time. and it's cool. Like yeah. still, like don't, there's nothing wrong with enter to win. Yeah, not at all because somebody's gonna win that. Yeah, like I'm not taking nothing away from. And that. a thousand other people are gonna yeah. enter so, to yeah. do it. So. It's just watered down. Like enter to win is watered down. Yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. Do you know uh, anything about Ryan Leslie and about Superphone at all? Have you heard of that at all? I don't know if, if he's hearing this, I think I tried to ask him about it. I ain't heard back from no one Ryan Leslie yet, but no way. shouts out to him. For real. Yeah. Damn. <laughs> but I think I contacted the super phone. I yeah. don't know. Right. Yeah, like, you texted him? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I wanted to see what it's about. But yeah, 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 no, shouts out to what they got going on. For sure. It's a CRM, right? Yep. Yeah. CRMs are incredibly powerful. Yeah. Maybe the most powerful software technology, like right. data retention, right. is unreal. Right. You know, being able to remarket and repurpose that. Uh, I don't know if you know the story about, you know, Superphone at all, but essentially, you know, Ryan Leslie's Grammy nominated producer, mm-hmm. you know, he, he did two day. He had a debut album, signed to Diddy. Debut album. I think it did. I want to say two hundred thousand units. Second album, which was actually Grammy. <clears throat> excuse me, was actually Grammy nominated. So technically, a better album turned around and did. I think ninety thousand units. I might be making those numbers up. No, I and, don't think so. Um, something around that. Yeah. Um, and uh, and he went to he went to his label. And said, well, "What's going on here? This is cl- clearly the better album. I've clearly grown as a producer. You know, why are we not selling these units like we did on the first run?" And and his first question was, "You know, why don't why didn't we sell to the people that bought the first one?" And their answer was, "Well, we don't know who bought the first one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. iTunes doesn't tell us that." Right. So, and that's that's the business that we're in. Yeah. You know, like when it comes to distribution and stuff like that we're in line and we got a lot of big artists like projects that are coming out okay with under this model mm. you know like i don't know when ryan leslie calls me 
and we can talk more about what he's got going on, which I'm really interested. So you should call me. You know, my information's out there. Um, but in the meantime, we're going to do it uh, in the best way that we know how. Right. And we're going to implement the technology that's at our disposal. Totally. You know what I mean? Totally. Do you think that there's, um, what's more valuable to you? Gaining, let's say, $50 or $100 in sales or gaining actual data on a consumer that has bought with you previously. So let's say they, you know, you got their information, if you will, um, their preferences or, or whatever it is, maybe you have some social data on them, whatever, versus actually converting a sale on them. Which one would you rather? I mean, the data is going to help you convert sale, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. But, you know, data is also going to help you understand your audience further. If that one person, if the data for that one person doesn't speak a sale, it's still going to help you sell to someone else. Mm. Right. Mm. It's more valuable. Yeah. Totally. Totally. You know, I'm listening to you talk. I'm listening to you explain concepts and methodologies and different business models. And your energy is very different. Is most people probably already know that about you. Right. And, and, you know, just being introduced to you, you know, there's something you can pick up on very quickly. You know, a lot of people, when they enter into conversations or even into relationships, there's a need to uh, talk, let me say. So I can feel secure in myself expressing myself because I, I know that's me. To me, the most secure man, and, and you know, I don't mean to blow smoke up your ass, but, you know, is someone that can sit back and say, nah, I'm, I'm, I'm comfortable with the situation not having to talk, right? Because the less you talk, you know, the, the more the other person then feels insecure and then feels the need to fill that void often ends up revealing information that, you know, they shouldn't have necessarily revealed mm -hmm. and not to make everything a power game, but that's a skill. Mm -hmm. how, did, how did you get that? How did you able to sit down at a conversation or in a table or whatever the context is and say, you know what? Let me just let let let's see where they go with that. You know what? Like, yeah, I'm just kind of straight to the point with people. Like, I don't know how to bullshit with people. Mm. But if I'm in a situation where I have to be like that, yeah, let's best believe I'm gonna be like that. But I mean, when people like divulging information to me and stuff like that, I don't look at look at it anything more than they want to share that with me. Like, I might have said something to trigger that. Mm. Like, sometimes I'm not trying to just get information. I like, you know, I'm not just trying to get it. I'm just trying to have a conversation. Right. Like, you know, okay, we can have something. We're on the same page. We're on the same frequency. We can t have a conversation about this. And um, for me, I think uh, the one thing that, that helps me and, you know, people get a, give me a lot of information is the fact that it just usually stays with me. Trust. Well, I know it always stays with me. You know <laughs> yeah. what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> the only time it, it it goes anywhere else is if they told me to yeah. pass that. But you know what I mean? I don't put people's business out there. Totally. Right? Like, and that could be like the Fortune 500 company or whatever. Mm. If I got a relationship, if my, like, you know, if my relationship with you is like, you tell me something, that's between us. Right. But I look at that same thing between all the companies. I don't look at an NDA. My life comes with it non-disclosure agreement on it it's pre-signed you know what i mean it's pre-dated um so 
even if it's a five hundred or Fortune five hundred company, what you're gonna tell me, that's for me to know, because you shared that information with me. Hmm. And like, if I'm trying to go out and tell the whole world and stuff like that, that's it's useless. Right. You uh, you become useless in turn. Like me coming on this show and just even having this conversation and telling you about like this is the platform, this is what I got going on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Think about. Yeah, I, it's done. It's ready. It's it's going out there. Yeah, there's nobody to beat me to the punch. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. Right. Yeah, you're kind of just getting in your own way. You know, yeah. in a way, if you don't. Yeah, hmm. but I mean, like, so I wouldn't say that I'm like out there just trying to like uh, get information from people. If someone's comfortable around me enough to like say something like that, you know, I'm just there to listen. Hmm. Yeah. Interesting. That's very very interesting. You don't. I don't think that is an answer that I would get from a lot of high level businessmen like yourself. It's very honorable. Like, don't, don't get me wrong. I mean, well, a lot of people that I talk to, you know, they'll say, you know, there's a cliche of just, you know, build good business, do good business. We just had a Zell North area from uh, Manila Gray. And I was, I said, listen, how did you build this fan base? He said, like we just everywhere we went we just made sure everybody got paid constantly if you did something for us we're making sure i'm gonna handle it personally right right? and he's that's how we built this business and and you hear that like you 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 hear that in in, you know just around and you're like ah yeah but do high level business people do that yeah you know what like i know i didn't grow up in a boardroom right you know like the the square that we ate at was very different, right? So, I don't know. Like, if somebody's telling you something, we're not, like, my cousin or whoever or maybe is telling me something, it's not to leave. So, I just, like, what I learned growing up, that's just kind of how I apply myself. If somebody is on the other side and they're trying to take advantage of that, they're never going to win. Yeah. Because his reputation's everything, even in the business world. Yeah. Even with, like, I don't really consider myself, like, a high-level business guy, but, you know, uh, I've done well for myself, and I'm going to continue to keep doing what I do, but, yeah, man, it's like, in that world, like, people talk, man. Karma's a real bitch. <laughs> Karma's a <laughs> motherfucker, for yeah. sure. <laughs> for sure, for sure. You ever uh, read or heard of 48 Laws of Power? Oh, ever yeah. heard of that book? Of read, read that book? Yeah, of course. It's a great book. <laughs> Crazy. I, yeah. I like to read. You know what I mean? I, I read a lot of books like that, like, you know, Art of War, Sun Tzu, mm-hmm. 48 Laws, uh, The Secret. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a lot of books. Find time to read, though. That's that yeah. not, Is that not tough? God At damn. At one time, I, that's all you could do. Um, when I want to learn something, I'll take the time. Right. You know? Mm-hmm. If I'm really into it and I want to know that, I'm going to read it. Right. Yeah. Hmm. You have a intuitive nature from just looking at your businesses from an outsider point of view. Obviously, mm-hmm. we have no business dealings, but you know, you spoke earlier on partnership and building others up, building equity in other people. That's a lot of giving. You know, like I, it seems as if you've given a lot of platforms to a lot of people in various different ways but i guess what i'm trying to say is that i think that you constantly feel comfortable in giving equity to other people building equity in other people rather right has that been instrumental to you at all 
we're in the music business. Right. Uh, nobody taught me how to do this. You know what I mean? Like people have been kind and generous to give me information once they've learned that this is what I'm into. Right. Right. But nobody really came and said, you know, here's a million dollars. Figure it. Like, go, go do it. We believe in you. Right. You know, like business dealings that came after that. And, you know, obviously it's different. But so when, you know, people around me and stuff like that have no other options. Like, I, I got a lot of people around me that this is all they might be able to do in their life. Mm. And this is what they might be good at. Right. You know, so if I can't at least give that person an opportunity, like, what is my purpose? That's a great point. <laughs> you know That's what I mean? a great point. Right? That's like, what, the, point, yeah. what did I leave behind? Yeah. What's, like, your, what's your legacy? What are they going to tell my kids? Mm. Right? Mm. People mm. talk shit. That's cool. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's, not, that's neither here nor there. But, I mean, you, you just have this innate intuition to, to put other people on. Yeah. yeah. You know what? I tell people all the time, our artists, you know, if I had the opportunities that you have right now, I'd be jumping in it. Mm. Yeah. Hmm. you do a lot of uh artist mentorship yeah i would hmm. say mentoring mentorship is is the main thing hmm. I, it's not even about like I mean, f- financially i might put somebody on sure but i look at it that you know if i take the time to give you some game i'm giving you something something that's a piece of me hmm. you know, what you choose to do with it at that point is entirely up to you but if I see that somebody's not utilizing what I gave them in the correct fashion, you know, I might not, I might not want to give them more game in the future. Mm. That's at the point where you're just bumping your head. Well, you, you, yeah, yeah. Knowledge is a well, time is a limited resource, mm-hmm. right? So the amount of time you invest in people, obviously, you have to be cognizant of that for sure. Mm-hmm. But uh, it seems as if you've always or you, you have a community mentality. Yeah. Yeah. Is that was that cultural or family or how did that? Yeah, I how mean, did you like, get that? Because I, I have people that I work with where I'm like I I I just wish you had that about you. you know, I wish like you're you're so self centered is a bad word, but you're you're very concerned about how you're gonna win. Like, why don't you understand? Like, hey, if you take a partnership here, if you work with other people, if you really build your community up, we're all gonna win. I want to instill that on other people. How did that get instilled in you? You know what? This is a big city. And there's a lot of talent out here, mm-hmm. but at the end of the day, it's like if 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 we don't think like community, nothing, no one's gonna hear it. Yeah, this is not gonna get out there. Yeah, you know, pardon me for one second. Like, um, yeah, no problem. A lot of, you know, I, I get that question comes out a lot, and uh, it's important to give back. It's important. Like, I, I got a lot of knowledge that even at one time I wasn't. I didn't want to just reveal everything I knew about this business. And yep. mind you, I was learning a lot as I'm going, but you know, now I got something to give. Mm. So if I, if I, it's important to kind of like, you know, share stories and give game to these young artists and just people in general, mm. because that's, what's going to shape the rest of the, you know, the history of the city. Right. That's going to shape the next wave. Mm. The next right. 20 years, 30 years, 40 yeah, years. I mean, longer next hundred, right? Mm-hmm. It's what, you know, what we do today is got to think ahead, right? Right. Plan all the way to the end. Totally. Right. No small plans. No, only big. Only big plans. Yeah. So, I don't know how long we've gone, but I don't care at this point. <laughs> <laughs> a good conversation is a good conversation. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I'm really curious to pick your brain in terms of what's on your radar. 
um, technology wise or just macro trends that you know you're thinking about today in 2018 that's going to affect your businesses not only music or water or, or you know other ventures ai ai is going to affect everything mm. I, whether it's going to infect affect you know it someone's going to be bad something a lot of it's going to be good uh, but ai is here to stay and artificial intelligence is going to help us in many ways for the good hopefully <laughs> you know what like yo there's good people in this world there's bad people in this world yeah they they all got ai yeah. what they choose to do with it is their you know uh -huh. that's what's going to be good and bad but uh -huh. uh, blockchain blockchain's going to be a big one crypto uh not necessarily crypto but blockchain is technology blockchain and how like the uh, the channels and, and the speed of how people can get royalties distributed, et cetera, and sales. Can you speak on that a little bit? A lot of people might not know the difference between Bitcoin and crypto versus blockchain as a technology. Like that, that, you, that was a key insight right there, speed in terms of you know information. What is, to your knowledge, the blockchain technology? Uh, <clears throat> it's like, uh, it's an A to B to C solution. Like a, sorry, it's it's a a it's a beginning to end solution. That's okay. how I look at it, okay. right? Um, if you got a sale in music, and you know you want to split that with, I don't know, the producer label, well, that could be done without somebody sitting there with a, a pen and pad and an accountant. Mm. It's just gonna divvy up right away, right? And go into their accounts. Well, that's the cool thing about blockchain without getting too intricate you know? sure 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 um blockchain is going to allow us to do that speed speed yeah 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 security you know security with all these things is a this is the question and there are going to be some problems of course right mm -hmm. anything that's but it's it's not going anywhere yeah the technology absolutely is yeah. not going anywhere no I, I couldn't agree more how are you going to look to utilize both those two things? Is there, is there a way in your mind? Because when I think about, you know, the businesses you're involved in, I don't see a direct route to fully utilize both those technologies. Maybe I'm completely wrong. Put it this way. Like, you know, you got sales of CDs and sales of digital copies and streams and downloads, et cetera, right? Everybody kind of understands that model now. I get a stream, I get a royalty. Yep. I get a sale, I get paid, right? They know that's coming from digital and they're coming from physical. Mm -hmm. But you can actually get paid out of crypto as well. You know how they're mining for Bitcoins? Yep. You know, like I got, I got music in the world that's collecting crypto right now. I'm getting paid crypto dollars and cryptocurrency just for people streaming my music. I ain't gonna lie, you lost me on that one. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, there's technology out there that's like in companies and new startups that are uh, they want to uh, instead of you earning a royalty like a dollar royalty, mm -hmm. they're paying you this royalty in crypto. Mm, okay. Right, mm -hmm. and it's a crypto market. Right. So, like, the people over there aren't trading in dollars. They're giving you cryptocurrency for your streams. Right. And then, then donating to I you, didn't know et cetera. That. Yeah, I didn't know that. Wow. And all that's distributed through blockchain. Right. Yeah. And it's instant. And it's instant. 
Very, 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 very cool. Yeah. I did not know that was a thing. Yeah, that's a thing. Wow. And like, you know, even, you know, give me a second. Yeah, absolutely. Pause it. Yeah, second. no problem. No problem. No problem. Hello. What's up, Kahan? Hey. How you doing, brother? I'm in an interview right now. <laughs> Are you off work? What's, yes. uh, what's our time at right now? Please do. Yeah, that would be amazing. Awesome. That's great. Okay. Let's try to wrap. Thanks. Bye. Yeah, I'm in no rush. Cool. That was a good call. No, it's all good. Good yeah. stuff. Good stuff. Good stuff. Yeah, like. So, so, we, right so we were at cryptocurrency getting paid in uh, in those currencies. Yeah. And with that blockchain technology, but I'm, yeah, I'm still. So these are distributors that They're are? They're distributors like uh, streaming sites that are okay. starting up that just basically embrace paying their artists in crypto wow right and this is a thing like it's all under beta testing and whatnot now mm -hmm. but you'd be surprised there's good probably a hundred thousand artists out there in the world that are already using it wow yeah so this is like relatively new like i probably just dropped a bomb on a lot of people you just dropped a bomb on me for yeah. sure I, yeah, you were like i was like excuse so, me <laughs> one thing it is is like just coming from like uh you know always being into computers and making websites and all that at an early age the beginning of the internet yeah i could say yeah like i've always tried to stay ahead of technology yeah and try to invest in these things mm -hmm. um you know like my portfolio is investing in the companies and stuff like that early right because we might need that at some point in time and yeah. you know investing in blockchain and crypto and stuff like that was something i got into um but yeah the future for a lot of people that uh, there's another revenue stream out there in crypto what that's gonna like let's be honest crypto is here to stay yeah right so in why one, in you, one form or another yeah why wouldn't you want to get this mm -hmm. and these are the type of things i look for for the artists that i work with right yeah you know i mean right. so when i'm working with artists and stuff like that i like them to have uh as many income streams going forward so mm -hmm. but you know it's cool to know about them it's another thing to implement it all where it can make it sustainable right and have the capital to deploy yeah you know there's a lot of good people out there that are already developing this uh, technology right it's just getting in the room getting a conversation and just going forward mm -hmm. i think like you know guys like nipsey and all them they've done a great job with that stuff absolutely from what i've seen yeah you know what I mean? Again, I, I'm just seeing from the outside, and I'm not in those circles at all. But yeah. you know, watching that development has been astounding because, like, just the the evolution of man. This is this is the dude from the, the corner, Crenshaw and Slauson. You know what I mean? Like he setting up a table on the side of the street to sell T-shirts to leading the charge in technology and crypto. That's unreal to me. That's crazy. I can't even comprehend that that level of growth. For all of us on that same frequency, he's the first one to tell the world. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. Right. Like, I'm saying it now. I don't know who said it before me, but yeah. Yeah. Now, like, we're on that new, the world's open. Yeah. Like, they had all the cats out the bag. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, but yeah, no, he was putting a lot of cats out on that game and how they commit. I think he was just talking about crypto in general. I don't think he was talking about um, getting paid no in crypto I know he, for i've never heard i've never stuff. heard that at all yeah like period so yeah. i know i'm not exactly i don't know I, I don't know what that man's investments are but yeah i know that he was on that wave so to speak yeah um 
but yeah, that development to me is, is mind-blowing. And yeah. I know that he might be the first to actively speak and actively engage his audience in that dialogue, but I mean, there's a lot of people obviously behind the scenes like yourself that have been working within that framework for quite some time and continue to work within it. Now, you just mentioned, okay, and now maybe I want to put an artist onto the game of, of using crypto for payment services or whatever it may be new technologies diversifying income streams there's a time if i'm your artist i'm gonna say the fuck i need big homie for well yeah but that's why it makes more sense to get in the business of label services you know mm -hmm. what i mean at the end of the day it's like cool if you could do this better than we do bomb do it do it you know like i'm not like can i hate on anybody for doing like this is a big world right but, you know, like, what I do and what my team does, we're going to be good at that. Right. So if you need us, we're here. I love that if answer. If you don't need us, like, yeah. So you're saying it's neither here nor there. Yeah. Mm. Like, you know, we have our own platforms. Like, you know, if you're driving income streams from certain things, just keep in mind, like, if you're not doing with us, you might not have that particular income stream because that's our own platform. That's a good point. Right? It's a good point like yeah there's no hard feelings or anything it's just business mm -hmm. but mm -hmm. you know you'd be missing out on that yeah no for sure you yeah. might you, i mean that's a dumb move either way yeah <laughs> like i'm not trying to make that look like a smart thing to no, do i'm glad you brought it up because you know what that's a big question for a lot of labels and startups and stuff like that if i'm in this the biggest thing is to like why we had a dark age yeah is because for one you got a lot of people that don't know what's going on and you got a few that did know what's going on and how do you go and just tell everybody this is what you do? Right. Right? Mm -hmm. You want either you're going to create competition or you know, you're going to spend your all your time investing in the people and trying to teach them away and it's not really amounting it's not to beneficial. what you could have kept doing on your own, right? Right. Right. Um, right, right, right. Hmm. Even within that now. What does your day-to-day -day look like now? Huh. <laughs> My day-to-day -day is like wake up early, you know, have breakfast, uh, spend time with my family. Around 9 o'clock, I get on the – my phone is set, like, you know what I mean? All your calls will come through. Yeah. But at 9 o'clock, they'll all come through. Like, so I won't even see them before that. Huh. And I have block times where right. I won't even see my phone yeah. between certain times. Like, it won't even it won't even tell me Yeah. that you have a call or you missed a call. Yeah, yeah. And that helps. Yeah. You know, I get to unplug in that time. And um, then I'll head to my office, man. I'll go over with my team what we need to do, you know, um, what we got done for the week, you know, standard stuff. Yeah. And then where we're going. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Pretty pretty simple. But, I mean, now that, now that you're a family man, I mean, it's that, that block time out is That's quintessential. Cr yeah, you definitely need that. But, yeah, yeah. You got to be real. You got to be a magician. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm, I'm, I'm getting there. I'm not a David Blaine status or whoever yet, right? Houdini. Right. But um, I'm, I'm, I'm doing my best to juggle everything. Like, just I wouldn't even say music and entertainment, but being like having a family and stuff like that, it, it's not easy. Mm -hmm. You know, like mm -hmm. being a CEO, and like that's like you know, there's one of those buzzwords like everybody likes to throw around, right? Yeah. But like. No, my company and everything it says CEO, my papers, like yeah, yeah. corporation yeah. CEO, right? Yeah, like, yeah. Um, and I run it like that. Yeah, chief, the, yeah, executive yeah, officer. Know, like, like, I'm out. Being here. a CEO yeah. is tough. Yeah, there's a lot of work. Yeah, you know, like 
everything comes back to me. If I make if I make a misstep, you know, the rest of your company is gonna be confused. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. like if I don't provide the, the correct information, you know, to my VP or whoever's in charge or my assistant, it messes everything up. Right. So, and I've and I've had those days. I've had those days where I'm like, I just want to kick something. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Everything's <laughs> going wrong. Yeah, but I mean, like, uh, everything's going wrong for that time, mm-hmm. at that moment. Mm-hmm. But you know what? You got to have your backup plans and yeah. be able to wrangle it in real in a, quick. In a, in a week or in a month, we'll be all right. Yeah, yeah, yeah you yeah. know the guys. I feel <laughs> the guys that got it real tough are the uh, managers in this business. Oh yeah, especially like the artist managers and stuff like that. Because nowadays with social media and stuff, you never know what an artist is gonna do or say. <laughs> Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then it's just like, okay, hold yeah, on. Yeah. If somebody says the wrong thing or does the wrong thing, you gotta like. Could you? Yeah. yeah. Could you imagine being Kanye's manager? Oh my gosh. <laughs> you know what? Like, I don't know, man. Either he's just, either he's really crazy or he's really smart. Like, I don't know. Yeah. You know? Or both. Yeah. Yeah. I, there's got to be that. Yeah. You know, but I mean, I respect it. Like the whole thing with Pablo and Pablo Picasso and. Just what he's doing, it's, it is art. Yeah, and totally. They're going to talk about him for a long time to come, so I respect it. Yeah, that's legacy right there. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. yeah no, I, I couldn't agree with you more, but... Like, yeah. from a label standpoint, like, if Kanye said, hey, man, I want to come work with you guys, I ain't going to say no. <laughs> <laughs> Let me put that out there real yeah, quick. Man. <laughs> no doubt, no doubt, no doubt, yeah. no doubt. But hey, man, like, even within the the parameters of your, uh, parameters rather of your day-to-day, right. you got family time, obviously, you got to run these companies, where the fuck is the time to sit down with a young up and comer and and do some mentoring? How do you finagle that in there? That's tough because that takes time, a lot of time. I mean, yeah, I got set times. Before, you got set like, times? Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, damn. I don't take meetings like I'll take me like I have everything scheduled yeah, in my yeah. day. Yeah. You know. Damn. I'm usually spend more time with my team. Yeah. So, like they already know what to do. Right. 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 Yeah. Right. 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 How did you, uh, the planning and organization isn't top of mind for a lot of people. Uh, you got to have good people around you, man. Yeah. And like, you know, if I'm kicking someone's ass, they got to be kicking mine, right? Right. Yeah. Got to be open to that. Yeah. Wow. Like, you know, I may be in the position I'm in, but that doesn't mean that, you know, it's only, only my opinion matters. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. You probably keep some smart people around you. Yeah, I got good people around me. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. I got a lot of people that, I like people that can, um, let's be honest. Like, I'll be honest with you. I'm not going to listen to just anybody. Of course. Yeah. So I got good people around me. My circle is small. Um, but like my extended, you know, group of friends and support system and stuff like that, I got a lot of good people around mm. me. You know, like even guys like, yeah. you know, like Kevin and guys stuff like that. Guys in the room, yeah, for you know, sure. I have a, a lot of people like I can always hit people up and I have that kind of relationship where I'm going to get us a, a good like real advice if I need it yeah. or I can give it yeah and then good conversations anything whatever I need in my day mm-hmm. I don't try to just bog myself down with work sometimes I may take that time to just call somebody and say what's up because yeah. you can learn something from that or it could be good for the rest of your day mm. you know so Word of advice to all CEOs or whatever, anybody in this business. Don't hesitate to call somebody to just say hello. Mm. Because you might make that person's day. You might make your own day. Like, forget about just the business. Call somebody, say hello. 
and it will help throughout your day. Seems simple. It seems simple. Yes, it's not simple for everybody, but what it does for you and, you know, for yourself, especially if it's a good conversation online, well, with business, it's it's wonderful. Yeah. It does wonders. Yeah, yeah It's yeah. like a little magic. Yeah. You sprinkle in your day, man. Yeah. <laughs> I like that. Yeah. I like that for that sure. Wouldn't, you know, wouldn't sound like, yeah, like... I'm sure somebody else would be like, yo, I wouldn't even expect him to say that. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. You weren't expecting that, but that's that's part of the secret, man. I know. I I like it a lot. I like it a lot. (laughs) Even with that, having that group of people around you, I think that, you know, building a culture, it's one of the things I struggle with constantly, even within friends, not even within business, but building a culture of complete and utter honesty. Damn, that's tough. Yeah, like that's, that's tough. tough. Yeah, that's something I'm 10, 20 years from figuring out. Like, how do I keep 50 people or 10 people around me that are like, no matter the situation, I need you to keep it bulletproof honest? You're not. You know what I mean? You're <laughs> not. Like, it's, it literally sounds impossible because it is. <laughs> you can't Damn keep it, man. I needed the answer on you're that gonna, one. You're going to, your main guys around you, yeah right like the structure of your business is what's gonna make sure that that's happening yeah but like realistically if you're running a business the right way you only got to talk to like four people yeah right and they might have to deal with the next group of people that yeah. deal with the next group of people right right you know right, right i mean right, so right. i don't try to like talk to 50 people in a day <laughs> for everybody to try to keep it honest as long as there's four people around me keep it honest with me and wander with me every day mm-hmm. i'm good very cool whatever they got to deal with and stuff like that if somebody's not keeping honest with them we'll talk about it uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh, and then yeah. we'll make a decision it'll get brought up yeah hmm. yeah very cool so what can we expect out of you in the next uh in the next little bit here what uh where are we gonna see your name pop up can you drop anything on us or what yeah yeah i got a i got another project coming out here in the new year so that's fruition part two okay yeah so this will be uh my next production album um I got a lot of projects that I was working with over the past couple of years. Like we just dropped uh, Samson T, yep. uh, Jordan, Jared mm-hmm. Yen. Mm-hmm. Um, Big artists. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, I mean, like uh, some other production credits with my boys, like, you know, that got music coming out. Ugh. The list is long. Yeah. The list is long. You know, everybody. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Show, much respect to everybody. You know what I mean? <laughs> I want to, like, go over that list, but that's all the who's who's in the city and stuff like that that you can imagine or you see me and my gram and who i'm working with i'm working with them or i'm working with them all yeah yeah we're yeah. doing good constant yeah and i i see you around man whether that's you know locally with guys whether that's brev or or, or whether that's tory even if that's tory lanes or whoever it is like there's a lot of people there's a lot of people i see you out here with yeah i get myself around man yeah. i mean like I move, you know, I move around, um, I meet people, can never be around, uh, can never, can't be afraid to do that mm-hmm. in this business. You got to get out, you got to talk to people, you got to keep conducting business, man, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and uh, fortunately for me, man, uh, yeah, I've met a lot of good people around the way, and I continue to meet good, like, you know, all your favorite artists and stuff like that, to a lot I get into conversations with and right. that you know i feel blessed to, to be have that conversation that. yeah even yeah. if i'm not doing business with them mm-hmm. there's something that 
you know, I might have got from them or they may have got from me. Mm-hmm. Like it's some game. Mm-hmm. And that's that's why we're never going to stop doing this. Yeah, that's priceless right there. Yeah. yeah, totally. It doesn't matter yeah, what the size of the deal is for sure. Yeah. So say if there's someone that's listening to this right now, maybe there's someone that wants to reach out to you, maybe there's a young gun that wants to talk to you, or maybe there's someone that's listening to this and wants to, you know, maybe has a business proposition for you or, or something to bounce off of you, where where can uh, they maybe get at, get at you at? <clears throat> Best place to reach me is my email. Yeah. C-I-T-T-O at flightacademymusic.com. There it is. You just gave it to you. There yeah. you go. Yeah. That's hit me, a key. Hit me in my email. Yeah. Right? Like, if you've got a mutual friend of mine, hit them yeah you know what i mean yeah no doubt um yeah you'd be able to get through you'd be able to get through a lot faster that way but um i i look at all my emails mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. if you're emailing that one you know everything comes through me right, that's what's up so i mean yeah, that's good um dm me yeah hit me on instagram yep <laughs> yeah like, hustle yeah hit hustle. me on instagram get at me uh add me up and yeah, we can talk business. I, I try, you know, and I try to talk to everybody that DMs me. No, oh really? I try to. <laughs> you know, you can like. Yeesh. I kind of know how to filter like yeah. from, like the bullshit, right? Yeah. But, you know, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I try to talk to everybody. Yeah, yeah. Dope, dope. Well, I mean, listen, uh, I appreciate it, and uh, I'm sure we'll have follow-up conversations, and and we'd love to have you back sometime. And yeah. and shout out to everyone that's gonna you know take advantage of you know the game you just dropped. I appreciate you. Yeah. And yeah, thank you for coming on, guys. This so this has been another one. Um, and if you do have questions, follow up follow up don't leave you know maybe you listen to this podcast and you're writing notes or maybe you know follow up on that bullet point all right don't leave that stone unturned right go 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 reach out so uh, i appreciate you brother and uh, until next time that was a real one likewise man thank you bro hey thanks for having me absolutely